0: Hello you guys and welcome to Love You Most. This episode is one I'm really excited about because it is something that keeps me from getting into like a bad headspace and the last two years I think have been probably the hardest years of my life and I've really had to be so incredibly intentional about staying in a good headspace and bringing joy into my life. But it is not easy. I feel like life is constantly lifing and just stomping on us and making things hard. And I feel like it's very rare that we can notice the good things that are coming into our life unless we really focus on them. And so I want this episode to be something that You can listen to and maybe it will be something that you really resonate with. Maybe it won't. But I don't want you to feel like you need to take anything away from this episode. Like you are just fine as you are. I don't want this podcast or any episode to make you feel less than or feel like you need to change something about yourself. I just want you to feel like it's just two friends chatting and just imagine me just talking for a very long time as a friend, and like your turn is coming, but that's just going to be in messages or DMs or comments on Love You Most Pod Instagram or TikTok. I want this to be a space where we can kind of just like actually chat and create community. Like, I am sure that you guys, if you're here, probably like listening to podcasts, but. I want this experience to be, like, more immersive where we're really, like, I don't know, getting to know each other better. So, with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for sharing the Love You Most Pod Instagram and sharing the TikTok and sharing the episode and just really championing me on and encouraging me and making me feel so, so loved and a little less nervous It definitely is not any easier today. I feel very weird podcasting and I don't know when it will start to feel more like normal, but it does make me feel so good that like so many of you really enjoyed the first episode. So let's just get into this. I do want to add more segments eventually as I like become more comfortable I'm thinking about adding maybe a little book section at the end of each video, not video, episode. (laughs) Can you tell that I am on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram? (laughs) Um, I'm just not used to audio, but I'm thinking about adding like a book section where I talk about what I'm reading, what I'm liking, what I'm loving, what I'm hating. And then I'm thinking of adding like a little section where I answer some of your questions. So many of you have like, I don't know, you'll message or DM me on Instagram or TikTok, YouTube, and will ask things or ask for advice. And obviously I'm just a person. Like I don't have like, I don't know. I I have a perspective like anyone else, but it's not any better or worse than anyone else. And so I always feel so honored when, anyone asks for my perspective. And I kind of want to create like a little chat maybe at the end where you guys can like ask questions and I can answer them. So that's a thought as I start to get more comfortable because again, I'm still not super comfortable with like this space and just like talking into a mic still under a blanket because I don't know what I'm doing. And that get, I guess goes back to the last episode talking about like things I wish I knew in my 20s. Like we really are just like all figuring it out, myself included. So let's get into this episode. And um, again, I want to thank you guys, but I also um, want to add more segments in the future. I also might want to add like a little chat just like to give you guys an update as to like what's going on in my life. But Let me know like what you guys want to see or listen to, (laughs) not see because this is audio, but let me know what you guys want to listen to. Like I want this to be like a space that we all really love and it wouldn't be a space that we all love without your input. So just let me know over over on Instagram. So um, this episode is something that's really near and dear to my heart because I actually have a written list in my phone of things that bring me joy and things that refuel my soul. And so I'm kind of just going through that list. And there are more things on this list. and I can definitely share more of those later if you guys want like a part two. But I think making a list of things that bring you joy will really help you when you start to see yourself spiraling and kind of going down into like a bad headspace. And we all, I think, know when we start getting there, like when you just start feeling that heavy feeling in your heart and in your mind, and it just feels like you're not going to be able to get out of it. I feel like that's when we've gotten to like a little too far. So I don't ever really get myself there. And that's why a lot of people are like constantly asking, like, how do you stay so positive? And it's because I don't let myself get to the point where Like my tank is on E if you like want a visual. I don't let myself get to the point where I like don't want to get out of bed or I just like feel so, so sad that I don't really have hope for the next day. But that has taken a lot of work for me um, to get to this point mentally because in college I really struggled with those kind of like, I don't know, really heavy and sad thoughts. So the first thing that really helps me to refuel my soul is to do something that's completely selfless. And it probably sounds weird to do something selfless or do something for someone else when you almost feel like you don't really have energy to do anything for yourself. But for me, I feel like when I'm doing something selfless, I kind of get out of like, my own head. And I stop even thinking about my life and like what's going on in my life. And I start thinking about the person that I'm like helping or the act that I'm doing for that person. And it really gives me a bigger perspective just to realize that like we are all going through things and we all have our own lives and we all have our own struggles. And I think having that perspective in a weird way makes me feel like we're kind of all in this together versus I feel like when I am sad or struggling and I'm just kind of like too kept to myself. Sometimes it feels like I'm the only one who's going through it or I'm the only one who's struggling and everyone else is living this like perfect, happy life. And then that is like a very alienating feeling. And That's why doing selfless things, I think, kind of takes you out of your own situation or your own life and puts you into the perspective of someone else. And then it just makes you, I don't know, it makes the world feel a little less lonely, at least for me. And that's the first thing. And the second thing that helps to refuel my soul is to laugh until your stomach hurts. And I know that probably sounds weird because when you're starting to get sad or you're starting to get into a bad headspace, the last thing that you want to do is laugh. But I think that like when you start to turn up the corners of your mouth or you start laughing, I feel like our body automatically just starts relaxing and feeling better because when we laugh or when we smile, those are usually when we're having good moments And I feel like it's almost a way for me to trick myself into, I don't know, just, like, telling my body that, like, it's okay to relax and it's okay to, like, feel good. And that helps me get out of, like, a negative headspace. And so things I do to laugh until my stomach hurts. Honestly, the biggest thing I do is, like, watch Vines on YouTube. And it sounds so, like... (laughs) I don't know, weird, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's not weird, but like watching Vines gives me so much nostalgia and it literally takes me back to when I was younger and like the funny jokes that I would like laugh at with friends. And I think having that nostalgia reminds me that like you got through so many hard things in the past. You can definitely get through more hard things in the future. And today is just another day in your journey. And Tomorrow will just be another day, and the day after that, and so forth. And it just, I don't know, it just takes me out of, like, my head, I guess, and, like, how I'm feeling. And then, of course, laughing with friends or laughing with family or watching funny TikToks. And I say TikToks because, obviously, TikTok is great, but you have to make sure that you're watching, like, funny TikToks and not something that's, like, super heavy because, again, refueling your soul or bringing joy to yourself And like laughing, I feel like is so important, but it can be easy to like get taken out of that like laughter. Like example, if you're laughing with a friend about something and then a hard topic comes up, it's easy to like immediately switch back to that like sad or like, I don't know, I guess just sad feeling. So that's something that really helps me to just kind of get out of a negative headspace if i'm like going in that direction. And the third thing that helps me to refuel my soul is to do something that i love. And this is the thing that i probably do the most out on this whole out of this whole list. And it's really because it's the easiest. And it's not necessarily easy because like i have like all this time because that's probably the hardest thing is like making time for it, but It's easy because I don't really have to think about the things that I love. Like I love to read. I love painting, even though I'm not good at it. I love singing in the car and dancing around, like, you know, just being silly. I love listening to music by my favorite artists. I love being outside in nature and watching sunsets. Like there's so many things that I love and I feel like it's easy to let life get in the way And whenever I'm starting to really, like, struggle or I feel like my tank's going to be on E, I always do things that I love. And even if what you love is as small as, like, going to get a coffee from Starbucks or, I don't know, knitting or whatever, make sure that you add that into your life if you are, like, feeling some type of way. Because I swear the minute I get outside with a blanket— watching the sunset listening to like my favorite artists and reading a book just my day completely turns around and I feel like having a list like this is also helpful because you can kind of just like dump tons of things into your day to make it better because I feel like it's pretty typical that like a day will start and maybe you spill coffee on yourself or someone cuts you off in traffic or I don't know, your coworker says something mean or you get a text from someone and they're like, hey, can you help me with this? And you're like, oh, I don't even have time like for myself. How can I have time for them? And all those little things kind of like snowball into a bad day. And I feel like we should also be able to snowball our day into a good day And so having like a little list really helps me and doing something that I love really helps me to like, I don't know, just refuel my soul and just feel so much joy for life. And the fourth thing that really helps me to refuel my soul, especially when I'm starting to like really struggle is to get out in nature. (laughs) And I recently started doing this probably more than ever because I get like the winter blues pretty bad in the winter. And living in the Midwest does not make that easy because many days it's like gray outside and you can't really see a blue sky or it's windy and cold. And so this fall and winter, I started getting outside every single day, even if it was only for 10 or 15 minutes. And I can literally feel the difference in days that I go outside and days that I don't. And the days that I go outside, I always just, like, feel like I can breathe a little better. Like, my shoulders just go down. Like, I feel like the world is bigger than myself. I breathe in the fresh air, and it just feels, like, so good. And the days that I don't go outside, I feel that monotonous, like, I don't know, that monotonous feeling of, like, Every day is going to be the same, like yesterday wasn't that good, today isn't that great, tomorrow might not be that great. And I don't know, when I go outside, there's just something magical about it. I can't even really like explain it. And the fifth thing that really helps me to refuel my soul is to slow down and notice the beauty around me. And I feel like going back to talking about how like monotonous the days can get, I feel like waking up and showering, you know, getting in the car, going to work, coming home, making dinner, doing some laundry, washing the dishes, showering, spending a little time with your partner, maybe walking your dog and going to bed. It is life, but I don't feel like that's really living Like I feel like that is kind of like existing and to live, I think we have to slow down and notice all the good that we already have. Like maybe as you're getting ready in the morning and drinking that coffee, like just actually smelling the coffee or as you're driving, like listening to your favorite song in the car and having a dance party on the way to work. Or when you get home from work, maybe listening to an audiobook while you make dinner or I don't know, just like adding in little things that bring you joy and just slowing down and like noticing how good you have it or noticing the good things that you do have. I think it makes a big difference in how you like go about your day. At least it does for me. And the seventh thing or sixth thing that helps me to refuel my soul is to practice forgiveness. And I feel like I honestly need this reminder for myself because it's on my list, but I really struggle with this one. And I think I struggle with it more because forgiveness is hard. And I feel like it's hard for other people. And it's definitely even harder to give to yourself. And I feel like so often I will give grace to other people and I will You know, if someone were to cancel plans or if someone were to, I don't know, say something mean to me, I would give them grace, but I feel like I almost don't give the same liberties to myself. And I'm just so much harder on myself. And I think it's really important to practice forgiveness for yourself. And I think that 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 when I do, I stay out of like a negative headspace because I realize that I'm only human and Like all humans make mistakes. All humans don't live up to their expectations. All humans are just human. (laughs) And number seven, the thing that helps to refuel my soul is to train myself to see the best in people. And this one is actually really hard for me and it never, or it didn't used to be hard for me, but I think Within the last two years and life just being so hard, like harder than it's ever been, I think I've had a hard time seeing the good in people, seeing the good in humanity. And it's easy to let life kind of get you to be like jaded. And so I'm trying to go back to like my old way of thinking and like how I used to be and how I would always see like the good in people. And the more I saw good in people, the more grace I could offer to people, which for example, like if someone cuts you off in traffic and you automatically see the worst in that person or the situation, you know, you might get cranky and say like, oh oh my gosh, they're just trying to like get in my way. Like they don't care about me. Like they're just, you know, trying to run me over and they don't this, that, and the other. Versus if you were to train yourself to see the best in that person, which is something, again, I really am trying to do and I used to do a lot better than I do now. If you were to see the best in that person, you might think, oh, well, maybe they're rushing to work and they're late. Maybe they're really like having a bad day and not paying attention to the road. Maybe they've really been struggling lately and the last thing they're thinking about is, you know, anyone else that's like driving near them. I don't know. I feel like the more we give grace to other people and train ourselves to see the best in people, it will also train ourselves. It will also train us to see the best in the world, too. And then it just gives us like hope for the future and like hope for the next day or like hope for life. And the eighth thing that really, really helps me is to appreciate the small things. And by small, I mean like so, so small. Like, I think when we think of appreciating the small things, we think like, okay, let's appreciate our family, let's appreciate our spouse, let's appreciate our dog, our home. But when we really, really like think about, yes, we have a home, but like in that home, we have warm water and we have... You know, a table that like fits, I don't know, eight people so we can have friends over if we want or we have a TV and we have a cozy feeling when we walk in the door. Like, I don't know, just small things that like you wouldn't normally think about, like get down to the like nitty gritty And be grateful for that. I feel like when I do that, it just makes me feel like I have everything that I need already. And I don't need anything else in life. And like if you're making a list of like things you're you're grateful for and, you know, it stops at like 10, I feel like there are so many things to be grateful for. But in our minds, like sometimes it's easy to think of the big things and not the small things. And the minute I start being grateful for like all those little things and that list grows from 10 to 40 to 80 to however many, I feel like immediately I'm just in a better mood. And the last thing that helps me to refuel my soul is to allow myself to dream. And this is a hard one, I feel like as adults, because Sometimes I think we only want to see what's right in front of us. Like if someone were to ask you, like, you know, what's something that you, if you could get anything in the world, what would it be? Tell me like right now. I feel like a lot of us would tell that person something that we can see or something that we could touch or something that almost feels attainable. But I feel like as kids, we would allow ourselves to dream and just like, If someone were like, what's something that you would want? We'd be like, let's, I don't know. I want an elephant. Like just something that literally like is not possible, but is possible, but feels like it's not possible. You know what I mean? And I think we as adults should kind of flex that muscle more and allow ourselves to dream and dream big, like so, so big that it just feels like silly Because I think the more we dream and we have like a big imagination and are creative, the more it just like makes life more fun and less like, I don't know, boring. And so all of those things are things that help me to stay in a good headspace and refuel my soul. But again, I have so many more things on this list and I really made this list because I know that on those tough days when I'm feeling like I can't even put one foot in front of the other. When I feel like that, I go to this list and I pick a couple things off of the list and I do them. Like no ifs, ands, or buts, doesn't matter. Like I make time for it in the same way that I would make time to brush my teeth or shower because my mental wellness is just as important as like my physical wellness. And whenever I do these things, it literally snowballs me into a good day. And that's how I always stay in such a positive headspace. And again, I do think a big part of why I am such a positive person is because of my faith in Jesus and God. And like those things are incredibly important to me. But the second biggest thing is literally this. And again, people ask me like, I don't know, every few days, like, how do you stay in such a good headspace? How are you so positive? And I feel like this seems so small. But when you do it daily, it almost becomes like a habit. So like now when I start getting into like a cranky mood or I start just feeling like bad, half the time I don't even have to pull up my list because mentally I know all the things that I need. So I'll go and get a coffee from Starbucks. I'll read one of my favorite books. I'll watch the sunset. I'll sit in the grass. And a lot of the time on the Internet, people will say, I wish that I had your life. But I think it's because they're seeing those moments that I'm creating to bring myself joy. And I think everyone can have those moments. We just have to be so, so intentional about it. Like for me, I wanted to have more time reading because I know that reading relaxes me and just puts me into a better headspace. And it felt like I wasn't having any time during the day. And so I started waking up at 5 a.m. Literally so I could do a hobby that I love. And I think it sounds almost silly sometimes like to be, I don't know, so like, like when you think of waking up in the morning, you think of like being productive and like maybe doing more laundry or working out or like, I don't know, things that feel productive. But our mental like wellness is something that is also really important and to me it's productive because it's going to allow me to like have a better life. So I try to look at it in the same way. Like, you know, if there's dishes in the sink, yes, those dishes need to be finished, but also I need to just like chill and let my shoulders down too. So I'm going to go watch the sunset for 10 minutes and then I'll come back in and like do the dishes when I get to them. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode It's very scary to share any of my thoughts or like, I mean, literally sharing a list of things that bring me joy from my notes app is a scary thing to just like the abyss as I'm sitting under this blanket. (laughs) Like, So I hope you guys enjoy and be sure to review and share this episode or the first episode if you enjoyed or if you feel like someone else would want to have a girl chat. And that's the end of this episode. There isn't really much else to say. There'll be another episode on Friday. There'll be new episodes every Friday. And I love you so, so much. I love you most, more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys.